Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is May 10th, 2020. We got a great for- a show for you to- this week. We got Xbox conference. We had all this. Wait, what was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. The, I don't know. What were you going to talk about? <laughs> uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I was just thinking about this. Oh, yeah. The more riot, more riots problem with valorant's vanguard and all that other good stuff but before we get started oh yeah and we there was all we're gonna be talking about cyberpunk's like new customization system do we really want to do we really care oh (laughs) it's gonna be interesting (laughs) no like i okay whatever yeah well it might be brief for all we know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyways, uh, before we get started, let's start off with the person immediately to my right. Okay. Um, so uh, that was actually just telling everybody that because I started doing like streaming full time, um, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago now, I think I'm on week three of doing full time. I've actually been playing like a ton of games. Actually, look, I just looked at my list and it's seven games that I was playing over the last week, but I also did like bounce around a little bit so um first one i did was like i continued phoenix Wright, which um i did the third episode which is centered around there was this guy who played a hero in a kid's show who um basically the main villain in the show got murdered and they were trying to place the blame on um the main character uh sorry not the main character but you know the hero in the show they were trying to place it on um that actor and it was kind of like this whole journey to try to get him off the hook for the murder, um, which actually when I was on stream, people kept telling me like how much they loved this episode of the game. Um, so apparently it seems like it was one of the better ones. And it was actually really good. Um, it kind of reinforced the whole thing that like those games seem to have like some really interesting and funny characters. They do a good job of like creating different um, types of people in the game versus having everybody kind of feel the same so like the main character is like this big kind of like super manly looking guy that apparently everybody seems to think is pretty much invisible like nobody notices him when he's not in his costume and like he's like crying because he's uh he got uh because he's a suspect in the murder and stuff like that you have like this old lady who's just ornery all the time and yeah, it's it's a nice like blend of characters and it was like a cool story just kind of it did go on a little bit longer than i thought but it was still really cool. Um, but that marked kind of like me being, I guess, three fifths of the way done. It seems like there's five episodes in the game. Um, the first game, uh, Ace Attorney, and that was the third one I just finished. So I'm gonna keep on trucking with that one. Um, then at one point, uh, right after that, I played Deliver Us the Moon, which that was like a game that I saw another streamer play a long time ago in it just looked really cool. I was telling everybody like I played it. I saw him play only like basically the first, I'd say 20 minutes of the game or so. Um, because it was like a sub Sunday type of thing. So they were just picking new games to try and they tried to like rotate through a bunch of them. So he wasn't trying to spend too much time on that, but essentially those first 20 minutes or maybe it took him an hour to get through that or whatever. were just you trying to get onto this shuttle to head out to outer space to try to fix this sort of space station um, that was providing all the energy for the planet earth. Uh, And he only made it like to where the rocket launches essentially. So 
Um, I knew that part, but like the rest of it, I had, I was just kind of intrigued about what it was about and like whether or not it would have an interesting story. And that game was actually like super fun in the sense that like, I don't, I don't honestly don't even know like what you guys saw some of it. What do you think you would call that category of game? Cause it wasn't really a thriller, which I think Sharpie, you mentioned at one point, but yeah. what do you think? Yeah. What kind of game do you think it would be? Maybe just adventure or something. Uh, I mean, did it feel like a point and click more or less, no. but like oh, no, more... it absolutely wasn't point and click. Yeah. Well, no, I like mean, one. but in a more like, <laughs> you know, like that in sort of game, but without the point and click portion. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if it, it didn't feel like a point and click in that sense. I know what you mean, but I don't think it did. Like, what do you, what would you say, Zeldrick? I would say that it's, you know, the, um, you, cause you played the Talus principle and the Turing project or the Turing test. Sorry. Yeah. The only, well, the Turing test though was like all puzzles really. Right. This but, one wasn't really puzzles necessarily. So, so a little bit of a different feel. So it would be more that like, instead of puzzles, you're completing objectives to get from point A to B, but it's like, move this thing here. Uh, get this intel here to fix up this thing here and watch the story unfold or listen or read the story unfold. So it's yeah. kind of like one of those um, like go to each puzzle segment and get more of the story along the way, but not have something that is like puzzles with logic in it or yeah, just there puzzles was some at all. puzzles in a way, but it weren't, they're not like, it's more so, you know, how you might call, um, I need to move this case over here to climb up this ladder to shoot this cable or something. That's like an example of the puzzle. It's not like anything really legit puzzle wise. So um, at that point, yeah. I would just say that it's uh, the, the quote walking simulator, but with more a little bit more interactivity than, um, say, uh, actually, I'm forgetting the, the, the name of it. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually getting two names confused with it and I can barely string together one of those titles. But anyways, um, it's like a walking simulator that with a story unfolding, but less puzzles than say the Talus, um, principle or the Turing test. So you're watching a story unfold as you do yeah, menial yeah. tasks. Yeah. But the only thing I would say that like, I, I personally probably wouldn't put it in the walking simulator category. I know you're not saying it's like a hardcore, like actually just walking, but like, I think one of the key things that I, at least I kind of pick up usually from a walking simulator is like, you literally don't feel like you're doing anything but walking. So and not, at least like in terms of like having to solve the puzzles or having to find this code to open this door and then going through, you know, this sort of zero gravity scene or whatever it kind of, it, felt like you were doing a lot that wasn't just walking but it's just like it all felt like it was all super basic i guess uh, in terms of the activities you were doing uh as astronomer or sorry astronaut electrician simulator <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll take that <laughs> um but yeah adventure. I, I like that's what i was thinking yeah that's all i could think was like adventure yeah um but yeah, it was uh, I actually loved it. I thought it was great. The ending was like a little bit and eh, like you kind of could you kind of could predict what was going to happen. But 
it also was just like a little bit it's a little bit campy in the sense that like i mean it's not really spoiling the ending but it definitely had that thing where you go through all of this stuff by yourself and then right at the end when you finish and you're about to die somebody like people show up to help you which i hate because i'm always like where were y'all like literally five minutes ago where were you like that to where you waited until I, you know, finished the last task and then all of a sudden you're right there. But um I mean other than that, I like really liked it. Sorry, what were you saying? Have you have you ever had that happen to you in real life? Because I've had that happen to myself where it's just like I'm waiting on someone or like I'm just gonna do these errands and and by the time I'm done, it's late. And then somebody's like, well, I'm here. I'm ready. It's like, well, I'm fucking done. Like, what do you, you, you needed to do this earlier. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, it's not that super unrealistic in that sense, but it, I feel like it kind of is just because like the, basically the gravity of what the main character is doing, like trying to save the, basically the entire planet. <laughs> it's like, if I just have a bunch of stuff, if I'm just trying to go to like, you know, do something and I'm waiting for a friend or something. That's a little bit different than like everyone knows I'm the only one out (laughs) on the moon trying to save the world and nobody shows up until like right after I'm done. So would you say that the team didn't know the gravity of the situation on the moon? Hey, thanks everybody for uh, listening to the podcast. We're going to end right there. (laughs) No, but it was, it was super cool. I actually enjoyed that game. I would totally recommend other people to play it. Um, yeah, I barely ever watch you because I felt like I was going to play this. Yeah, and I was I actually was telling people that when they were watching, I'm like, if you're going to, at about halfway through, I was like, if you're going to play it, then I would just say don't watch it. Because like to me, it seems like a great experience to have without knowing much about it up front. Um, so then the next thing I played uh, was, this was just a demo, which I think Sharpie, actually all of us have played at this point, um, was Ghost Runner, which I didn't I didn't know until I saw like, randomly on youtube someone that like i followed i think or someone that's in a part of a team that i followed posted a video of them playing and i'm like i've never seen this before but they kind of described it as like mirror's edge meets uh what was the other game oh it's like mirror's edge meets um genji (laughs) yeah overwatch yeah um and i tried it and i know i'm not i was frustrated with i enjoyed it but i was frustrated with it because i know i'm not as uh good with the keyboard and mouse as you two guys are, but what'd you guys think when you played it? Um, you seem like you flew through it. Zelda. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the demo ended and it said that I beat it in eight minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. I was like 23. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ran into the same thing uh, you did immediately. And that was like, this is having to require muscle memory uh even with like a keyboard and mouse like you need to get your shit straight when you're going through this tutorial and like if something does not feel right you might as well just start the tutorial over and then do it over again because it's going to not i don't think like ramp up like immediately but when it gets hard you better know your shit and you better know your button presses and stuff and what you're doing um yeah because it's like one mistake in you're pretty much guaranteed to get shot. Like so all those guys that had guns that were waiting for you. It's like, literally, if you didn't react quick enough by like half a second, you were getting shot. Like they're super accurate. So, um, well, did actually Sharpie, did you, you didn't play it, right? You said you watched somebody play it. I watched somebody play it. You didn't, and I only watched like, I only watched it? like the last five minutes of you playing it. You didn't feel inspired to try it when you saw it? I felt, of all people, I would have thought it would be you that would kind of latch onto it. Yeah, no, yeah, I would. And 
I was like, ah, I'll wait for it to actually come out. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it's cool. Like, it's a... Uh, I think the Mirror's Edge part is what drew me in more than anything, because I was actually a really big fan of Mirror's Edge. Um, like, cause Did you play the you know, second I, one? I own it, but I haven't played it yet, I don't think. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. It's been a while. It's that super open world version. Uh, that does not sound familiar, so maybe not. Um, I probably like thought about it when it came out with full price and then just completely forgot about it after that or something. Oh, yeah. You should definitely ch- try it out. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, and then I played Shaolin versus Wu-Tang, which is a super basic kind of fighting game but i played the sorry shaolin versus wu-tang 2 um i played the original and i like really enjoyed that not because it's like some super uh complex competition worthy fighting game (laughs) because it's not they don't i mean to the point that they don't even have an online mode you can't play fighting against people online but um yeah it's definitely not complex but i don't know something about the fights because they did they actually do something that i feel like a lot of other games don't do which is like, for example, when you're blocking, if you block a certain direction, sometimes it'll just be a block. But sometimes like if I um, block low instead of like him just doing a block animation, he'll do like a dodge where he like lifts his foot up, whatever character I'm playing. So like they'll have different animations in the game where instead of it feeling like, you know, standard fighting game, you're blocking stuff. It looks like kind of more of a cinematic movie style fight where you know instead of the block you just like lift your foot to dodge it or like somebody swings at you low and you jump over it or they swing at your face and you like lean back and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff just kind of like it's super entertaining to me to watch it like when it actually plays out um you get a bunch of those in a row so like somebody swings at you and you like lift your foot then like you know dodge your head back and then you jump and then you like you know counter with your attacks it just, I don't know, something about it, it just looks, I guess, in that sense, more cinematic to me, which is kind of why I enjoy it. Um, but again, I do acknowledge that crazy basic fighting game. And like, it's just something that like I'll probably play for about, you know, a couple of days just to have fun with it and then be done. Um, then just, and I won't say much on this, to every single, basically every May the 4th, I'd end up playing some Star Wars game. In the last couple of years, it's been the Force Unleashed. So I went back and played that and I've always loved that game and I still think it kind of holds up graphically. It doesn't look obviously it doesn't look like a 2020 game, but in terms of gameplay, I actually really enjoy it. Um, the I would physics. Act, yeah. The physics are great. Just like force pushing and pulling stuff all over the place is great. That havoc um, engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would. That, it made me think like I would love for them to make a new version of that game. Um, yeah. Just to see what that would look like. Um, and then the last game I played was uh, Mo Astray, which we were in. Um, we were in my stream looking for just looking for games to play or looking for games that were available. And I had forgotten. Um, someone came into the channel and was like, uh, "I got X and uh, X game because of Humble Bundle," and I forgot that I hadn't gotten my Humble Bundle choices for the month. So I went and looked and. I think Zeldrick, you told me to check out Mo Astray or something like that. You wanted, you told me to look at the trailer. Yeah. And I looked at it and was immediately like, yeah, I'm totally going to play this game. Cause it's like, it's kind of like this sort of dark themed platformer, like action game, essentially. But I guess I'm trying to think of what's a good sort of comparison. What do you think is a good comparison to the game? 
Um, um hmm. you, you think of anything, Zeldrick? Like, what's a good sort of this is similar? Uh, the thing is, is like it's not combative, and it, it's more of like platforming with a couple of puzzles and like uh manipulation but there are of the- too though that that part there's combat and i guess in that sense you're not really hitting anything but yeah it's, it's a boss fight yeah um it's actually kind of hard because like i i kind of want to say like ori but it's like that's ori without the first one the first ori without the combat that's kind of. that's the comparison i keep making because it definitely in terms of the storytelling they're trying to do not that they're trying to do is very similar to ori like you keep you know you go to this weird tree thing and, and you get new powers and then there's like escape doesn't it's only been one kind of escape sequence escape platforming sequence but yeah you kind of navigate through the levels with using your powers or whatever so like yeah it kind of is like ori without without fighting i guess um but I think I would put it in the category of darker, though, because that's kind of what spoke to me was like, I like kind of the dark adventure games for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little broken in the head or something, but um, they usually kind of speak to me. So I played that and I'm about I, I think uh, I'm about three quarters of the way through the game, maybe like 60 percent or something. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to continue playing that, too. So, but yeah, that oh, was I thought uh, you beat it. No, no, no. So I had to, um, I played it. I was still playing it on Friday, but then I had to, um, jump off early to kind of do some like errands and stuff like that. So I'll, I, I'm sure if I just play it the entire day, you know, on my stream on Monday, I'll probably finish it at that point. Um, so I'm guessing I have like, if that five or six hours left, it's supposed to be like a 13 hour game. So yes, but that was it. Busy week for me. What about you, Zeldrick? Uh, when I look back on my week, it seems a little bit uneventful. Um, but, uh, I did play some more Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I did make, uh, a good chunk of progress on it, too. Um, and, uh, what I was looking, what I was trying to do, uh, still is go through hard mode. And I got, uh, a couple of trophies. Uh, I finally got um, the Battle Intel trophy for beating Bahamut. Uh, and what else? There was an- another thing. Oh, there was the uh, the hard mode whack box challenge. Um, and I think actually that was it. There, there's not really much of um, cleanup for trophies that I have to do. But uh, I've also gotten a lot of good footage where I ended last night. Yeah. Yeah, last night. Uh, It was um, at uh, Hojo's lab and um, going up Shinra Tower. So, like, uh, unfortunately, the next part that I have to do is all of the VR battles. (laughs) And that it's going to be like... That's going to be a while. (laughs) It is, actually. It's going to be a long time because it's the VR missions that you unlock for playing hard mode and you get to Hojo's lab. And then they just all unlock for you. Though I did read somewhere that you have to have beaten all of the Coliseum at at Walmart before all of those are unlocked, which I don't believe. However, like, 
Yeah, I've uh, seen that before. I think there's like a couple of them that don't, sh- or is it is? Oh, it's at the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a couple of them that if you don't, by the time you hit Walmart, they don't show up anymore. Right, but no, like the but the VR um, mission, like the arena. Oh, the VR mission. Yeah, I heard that about like the Coliseum matches. I think. Okay. Not about VR mission. Yeah. Um, but I, I read only one place that like if you didn't complete those, like all of those, then none of the or the last of the VR missions in hard mode don't unlock. And I'm hoping that's not the case because I haven't even checked it yet. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll check it soon to see if it's actually true. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, so got a bunch of that stuff done and got a, a good chunk of footage um, recorded and stuff. And uh, a lot of connecting the, the dots and pieces and seeing what everybody else is seeing about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So that that's a lot of fun. Uh, I had my um, D&D session that I really don't want to talk about because that was frustrating as fuck. Um, and uh, the only thing I can leave that with is um, I don't know if you guys have, have ever... It's, it, the amount of frustration that like I probably have expressed when I've played co-op games with all four of us, like I, that is kind of more playful what happened during this was like i'm having to like protect children toddlers from walking into a fire like it's that stupid and also getting angry at somebody for not doing something that was story relevant that he already knew so it's like just a, casting magic missile into the darkness. No, it's uh, long. OK, so <laughs> long story short, uh, we're in a town that's overgrown and has zombies. The there's a place with uh, necromantic uh, growth and we have to get through there to get an, uh, an heirloom to get that. We need a weapon from a dragon. We killed the dragon and we almost died from the dragon and we got the weapon. We gave it to the paladin who doesn't have a magic weapon in our entire party, except for me, because I can't use that axe or I didn't need any of the other magic items. And so and he was like all for it. Yeah, I'll take it, whatever. And so we went through three sessions of a big ordeal of the reason why we're here. And we get halfway through marching order. He's in front and he's cutting through just chop, chop halfway through. And then he looks at another set of vines to cut through and he just walks through and I stop him and I'm like, wait, you're just going to walk through. And he's like, yeah. He doesn't understand why he's cutting all this forestry down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is the, Man, the reason whatever why he's we're doing here? sounds like content. <laughs> oh my god! As soon as I was trying to, even as like to the player, I'm trying to remind him like why we're here and why we're like dealing with this shit. The DM was like, while you're discussing this, you get ensnared. I'm like, fucking really? Like, are you being this much of a fucking idiot? Really? I was so <laughs> pissed. I'm glad I didn't stream that because I was so mad. And like, as I've been repeating for like the past however many podcasts, I've been rolling shitty dice rolls for like the past two months. And I'm trying to restrict the amount of dice rolls I have to roll. 
Um, so uh, it, it was it was just dumb. And then more dumb decisions just followed up one after another of that. And I and I just I pretty much just gave up at that point. And, and uh, so that's the long or long, the short of it, short of the long of it, whatever. Um, so that that's pretty much been my only gaming uh, of this week. Uh, the only other thing that I did was uh, I uh, set up some more LED lights in my room um, or the LED strip. And so that way I have more lighting in my room. Um, nice. Nothing that is like for the camera that is like, oh, like look at my office room of like RGB lighting and shit like that. Not like that. Um, is it just like accent lighting or is it like literally to just get more light in the room? It's at this point accent lighting because the light strips that I have, like I don't have anywhere to put them where like it's going to light up the room and not be like blinding to your eyes if you look at it. So um, if I was to do anything like that of actually lighting the room, I'm kind of thinking of those nano leaf lights. Um, If I'm going to do that, Uh, but I said you get life X. Uh, which one was that again? Uh, oh, I use it, but they have like these light beams and like these light tiles and stuff like that. That's modular. You said life hex? No, L I F X, and they even have light bulbs. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Um, I use one. I'll I'll definitely look into that. Uh, because like the only other thing that I was thinking of was getting one of those um. Just getting a uh, a lamp, um, a really tall one, and then pointing it down with a uh, with a smart light bulb in it. Um, so uh, I'm still looking. I'm I'm looking about. I, I have a lot of this uh, this strip roll um, left, and I need to get another controller um, and set it up. Uh, and uh, it, it's not exciting to a lot of people, but to me, I got my. Uh, burr milk coffee grinder and cold brewer and i'm really excited for that because that way i don't have to go outside to a starbucks or whatever the fuck to get cold brew coffee so i can actually drink coffee when it's hot (laughs) um yeah you would you'd say that (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so yeah that that's been my week what about you sharpie all right so this week what, uh, when it comes to gaming, I just played a lot of Valorant with my other group of friends and uh, Project Winter about like about mm, about 25 percent of my time. But most of it was uh, Valorant. And there were like a lot of problems happening last week, which we might talk about with Vanguard that I had to like we were like having trouble like setting it up or trying to get get our computers to even work so that so i I was having that same issue not not the whole keyboard and mouse problem but like my just computers in general like just having it to just you know monitor something or even get my keys to work on Mm -hmm. certain parts and there's there's so problems with discord with that game too which I'll get into later, but I also but when it, but I played Valorant, I played Project Winter, and surprisingly enough, I played three levels of GTFO. Nice. All right. 
yeah that yeah and that was fun i know they're resetting it tomorrow tonight's like the you last by day. yourself no i play with like other people that had it I, which i didn't know that they had oh did you guys yeah. finish them no, 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 no. Like basically we uh, every time uh, like the first level, I got pretty much right at the end and we almost made it like like the timer was at like five seconds before we all died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's um, about like literally at the last sort of yeah, um, the one where you have to right yeah, hold end. your ground. Yeah. 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 Waiting for the, the thing to come get you thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and um another group of people uh, this one guy finished it and like we were just able to just play the next level so we we just did that because we we're like saying you know what fuck it we'll just play the next level because we pretty but much he, beat it anyways he had finished it before oh, no this is another guy in our group of friends that yeah, yeah no, but i'm saying he had finished it. it before already yeah so he just like he made a, a lobby yeah and, and went to that other area got you yeah the the, the second level pretty much and that one was a lot brighter, but my God, there's a lot more mechanics that you have to learn learn in that game. I was like, holy shit, there's this you have to do now too? It's was like... Like what? Yeah. What's an example? Um, you have to carry batteries and like you have it, and it's an active carry too. If you want to take out your gun or hammer, you have to uh, drop the batteries. I see. Oh, yeah, I mean, one. I guess it's kind of like a... It's the same thing that they do with... Um, the packages that you pick up yeah, that you have to like extract. Uh, yeah. You have to put them down if you want to do literally anything else. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that we, the when we were playing it, like we were playing it super conservatively, but like they were pretty aggressive and it seems to have worked. Like they kind of figured out how the AI works in that game. Kind of uh, when, when they're, when, you know, when the sleepers are sleeping. Mm-hmm. So like they were, they just ran up, to it and just hit it and stuff like that. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like well, I, mean, I think they, the timing right, I get it. Yeah. Uh, unless it's one of those big, big guys, then we then like he was he was like, okay, let's just go up to them and stuff like that. And then there was this one bug that we, we were having where in the lobby, like uh, one of my friends, he couldn't see me in the lobby, but I was able to see everybody. And like the two other guys were able to see everybody. And when, when I entered the game, um, I couldn't see the guy who couldn't see me in the lobby. But the other two people can see everybody else. And he was able to see like me, t- uh, me too. So like, uh, so I, I didn't know where he was. you know in my in my display and when i opened up the map like he was not on the map either Mm -hmm. and i was like okay i don't want to accidentally shoot you so you're gonna have to like tell me where you are and stuff like that and then what what was even funnier was like you know he had what he called glow sticks yeah Mm -hmm. and so like i just i just saw like glow sticks just appearing out of of mid-air being (laughs) thrown somewhere it just looked hella funny i have like recordings of that but it looked really funny it was just like saying dude these glow sticks are just appearing out of nowhere (laughs) it was just really funny so yeah uh so yeah i've played you know a good amount of gtfl not probably like maybe five or six hours of it i mean we all played it together too yeah 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 Oh, yeah, we did on Monday. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there there was that, too. And we yeah. And then, like, 
I, I got off or a bunch of us were like, OK, we'll we'll finish this, uh, finish the second level later. And then, like, you know, he got his other group of friends, finished that second level. Uh, and then we played the third level, which even have more mechanics that we have to learn about. And I was like, oh, OK, you know what? This is a lot harder. There's like this huge ass room in this in that third level where you have to like um, set up hella. You have to set up a lot of things before you even activate like, you know, the, the key card trigger mm -hmm. that causing the wave luckily yeah. on our uh, on one of our runs it was only one choke point so we just had to like just stand around and just get capture all the the alarm system circle thingies so like we had we, so it was just this one door that all these guys were just coming in from so we just set up hella traps there and we just and then we it was just f it was just free reign just getting these alarms so we got pretty lucky there. But other than that, like that game is hard, <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's, it's doable. Hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised you you like it because you said you don't really like hard games. Um, well, I mean. So I think that I think the difference is that like it's not. I wouldn't say that it's super hard in the sense of like at any individual point in time, you feel like the game is like too difficult it's just hard in the sense that overall completing the task is challenging so it's not like i don't feel like it's more of a difficulty thing it's just in terms of what well, more so that the way that they set up the constraints of the game and all that kind of stuff just you know makes it a challenge to finish that's like something completely different what i would think it would be hard like for example is where i wouldn't want to play it is if all the zombies like you know, where it's super strong and it was super limited ammo or something where I feel like I never had a chance. I guess that's the, that's the way I would think about it. I feel like I have a chance in that game. You just mm. got to get used to it. Most of the time I don't, when stuff is too hard, I don't feel like, I feel like they're arbitrarily just making it that way. So I don't have a chance. That's kind of mm. where I sort of draw the line, but yeah, it, I mean, it's fun too. I think co-op in general always adds an extra element of enjoyment to a game. So. Yeah. yeah. I also learned how to, work the terminal like how to query the terminals and stuff like that like you can search like specifically where the medic uh, meta packs and ammo packs are and stuff like oh, yeah, yeah. how many there are and stuff like that so yeah but yeah. what's weird is what i noticed was that if there's a lot of enemies on screen the frame rates of the enemies are like all over the place yeah. the game's frame rate is fine but then the enemy's frame rate is just like whoa what's going on here yeah that's actually a tactic for um just uh, efficiency of the game for it to run, especially in its in this beta phase. But you see that you see that a lot in other games. Like I think I can point out in Sekiro, I want to say, um, where if it's a distance, if there's a specific distance between you and the enemy, there is a uh, there's a line where like their um, animation is either in full or it's reduced. And it's just to make it so that like the amount of memory is freed up or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's, so it's kind of hard to to shoot them because it, one, it's dark. Their frame mm -hmm. rate is all over the place and they attack really fast and they do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I as we all know, it is an early access, but in the terms of for the stepping stone, I'm fine with it. Like if that with it doing this, so that way they can just tackle one thing at a time. Like 
give us a product that we can test and then just like keep moving forward with it. There's a, there's a lot of bugs. Like we can name like already three or four. So, um, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird when they're like, you just, you see a bunch of them and then they start like animating fully and then they, their animations like reduced and you're only seeing bits and pieces of their animation. It's really, it is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like since, since there's going to be a reset, like I think tomorrow, like I think we should all give it a new try. That game is hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, but other than that, that is it for what I've done. Other than actually, yeah, I got I got like M95 scarves and gaiters too from this place that I ordered from like two months ago. So I've yeah, been using that when I go late. out. Yeah, it's really late, but at least they <laughs> delivered. <laughs> yeah. And these vile goggles. Did you not get to uh to play that one game again? I'm already forgetting. Oh the name wait, the one yeah, I did you. play it. I did play it. I played one step from Eden. There you go. I yeah. streamed it. That Are one day that I streamed. Now? Yeah, it's it's very it was hard to figure out at first because I, I was expecting that game to be like a story based game, kind of like Battle Network. But instead, it works like Slay the Spire, where it's just, okay. oh, you start from the beginning and then like you just play it over and over and over again from the beginning. And right. if you die, like you just start over again. And all it is, is just a card, a card battling, you know, bat, um, Mega Man Battle Network type of game. Mm hmm. And I was like, and then like this one guy, he was like, he's like a big fan of the game that came into my channel and he was like explaining to me like, okay, you should not get any of these cards. And I was like, why? It's like, because you want to, you, you want to be based on like whatever set pieces that you set to work with each other. And then you want it to happen very occasionally. So if you get too many cards, then it's it's going to put you at a disadvantage. So I was like, oh, OK, that makes a lot. Uh, like at first I didn't get it. And then like the more I played it, I was like saying, OK, I st I'm starting to understand what he's talking about now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's good. Uh, I don't know if it's like a long term game. I can see how people would play it long term, but I don't I guess you can say it works kind of like FTL or Into the Breach, those type of games. Yeah. Where got gotcha. you. You know, you you played FTL, right? Like, or Into the Breach, where where I've watched it, I never played it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like you can you can you pretty much play, it and then like every time you play it, it's it, it kind of forces you to move forward, but it's also really hard, and it's like one of those games where it's like it's fun to lose type of games. Okay. Yeah, like a, okay, a, a fun to lose because like you're learning about like what you did wrong and stuff like that or yeah well not only that it's also like a lot of rng too true yeah rng and it's like you know it's very challenging if uh, when it when it comes when it comes to that portion mm -hmm. but this is more like real time type of thing and then uh when you when you lose you like don't get anything off of that right it's not like a you get a currency or experience or any new cards or anything? Well, I get you can you'll get a account exp, uh, experience points. OK, where like you'll you'll be uh, every time when you level uh, level up, you get like um, these 
you get more options, uh, like more different types of cards will start dropping in your next run. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that oh. was fun. I'm probably going to play it like a few more times. I don't know if it's like a game or and then it's, it's one. I guess it's one of those games where it's like, you know, I play Into the Breach on my off time. Uh, and it's like one of those type of games where I just like I would just go back and just play it like a few times kind of games. It's not like I mean, I beat Into the Breach and I beat FTL and then I like to go back to those games from time to time. But it's not like a game that I would like spend a lot of my time in. Yeah, it seems like one of those games where uh, for it's like my relation to uh, Dead Cells, except like yeah. that's, that's more rogue and everything, but it's still the same like relation of like, OK, play it for a little bit and then like stop it for a while and then like pick it back up, go try to like play a little bit more of it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you can beat it and then you will still want to play it again. Right. But anyways, I guess that's it for what we have done this week. I'll off with what what's going uh, what's going on with the news. But before that, you guys tell what the audience should be doing. Staying indoors. No. Hitting the like button, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe, follow, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Have fun out there. All right. Nah. So uh, the Xbox event happened this week. Or, yeah. or I guess technically last week. But yeah. So, you guys um, watched it? Yeah, um, I watched it. Uh, uh, P here uh, was actually streaming the uh, the video of it like right after it happened because both of us were on the same page of like it was either like way too early or like we just screwed up the time on it. Um, yeah. And uh, so to ask the both of you, like Xbox announced this as like a gameplay uh, trailer or gameplay, you know, video, right? Is that what it was specifically called before? Well, for me, I saw it as this is the most literal use of the word gameplay. Okay. So... Well, like, what do you mean the most literal use of that? No, liberal use of liberal. Oh, liberal, liberal. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, b- before that, I, I recall that this it was this date for the Xbox event that it was gameplay um, gameplay showing of the Xbox One X. And um, what we got was not that, uh, but we did get um, a bunch of trailers of games uh, that are coming out for the Xbox One X. And yeah, I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> The reason uh, why definitely like it was an interesting showing of games. It was not like, in my personal opinion, it was not like what I would have expected for like this is, this is sort of the big, um, first exposure to what kind of experiences you'll get on the console because they were like a lot of sort of horror type games. Like seemed like some, uh, some brand. I don't know. It seemed like it just had some kind of dark theme to it almost. The, well, not only that, like it's not horror. like it didn't really yeah. showcase what the console can do. No, um, and that's a big thing to uh, that's a big uh, thing to point out because like people were expecting from the title of what this Xbox event was, it it didn't show up. It didn't show what the console could do. It just showed up, showed off a bunch of third party games, either cinematic trailer or you got like cinematic with like two seconds of gameplay with no UI, and yeah. That was it. Like, yeah, let's start off from the beginning. Like, Scorn. 
Actually, that was not the beginning. I don't was believe. Was that not the beginning? I don't I'm remember I'm pretty now. sure that was not the beginning because there was a... No, no, I think I remembered what the beginning was because the beginning caught us completely off, off guard. Wasn't wasn't the beginning um, Bright Memory Infinite? Oh, yeah, yeah that was. was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, which is... I'm not surprised. Did you play that, Sharpie? Yeah, I played it. It was fun. Yeah. Or I played the, like, Bright Memory. Right? Yeah, yeah, if you, if you get that on Steam right now, you'll get the Infinite for free. Right, and so he, he, he raised the price so too. Uh, yeah, he, he the raised the price game? too. Is this the same game though? It's because we were talking about that. We're like, it's, it's going to be two Infinite, separate games. So. Yeah, it's going to be two separate games. But he, uh, Infinite is also on Steam. But you have to get Bright Memory on Steam to get Infinite for free. Are you so sure you get Infinite free. Yeah, so I, as I, I I get, at, if you go to the Steam page, you'll see like on the on their you know news feed. That so, it says like yeah, you get it for free, so you better get it now before before it comes out, or before he even raises raises the price again. Because before it was eight dollars, now it's ten. Ooh, a whole two dollars. <laughs> yeah, for a full free game. Um, but what did you what did you guys think of that trailer? I was just like you said, completely caught off guard, and like that that entire thing, I'm pretty sure was all like trailer. That was not gameplay. Oh, no. I'm sure it wasn't. A lot yeah. of it felt like what, what I experienced, though. Okay. So, like, with a man on the inside of what it actually feels like to play it, it did actually kind of show off what it feels like to play it. Yeah. Okay. It, it is very, like, it is very crazy. And the, the fact that only one guy worked on this thing, you know, aside from possibly, like, hiring some... Uh, contractors or getting buying out assets on certain certain things mm -hmm. this is a, like the most craziest like action shooter i've ever played i highly yeah. recommend it uh someone uh, described it to me as um if you were playing devil may cry but in first first person yeah pretty much yeah, there's like grappling hooks and stuff like that. And then like you fly up in the air and then you slice down as you're as you're, you know, shooting at the guy. It's really it's it's nuts. Mm -hmm. And the UI is nuts. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Like ten dollars. I would just get it right now before you'll raise the price again. Would you tell somebody to get an Xbox uh, Series X for it? uh maybe i don't know that depends like how well this will work on the controller yeah, no, because it's, it's a it's a lot of moving it's a lot of looking around yeah oh so you didn't even try it on the controller no i used the keyboard and mouse it's a lot of looking around they're like saying i don't know how this will work on a controller hmm i mean what is that i don't know what you mean by it's a lot of looking around that's like not like in other games already like you have to like snap between you know two things and all that and then like you have to like look up and then like look down again it's kind of like that uh Unsheathy, did do you recall uh watching my uh some of my until you fall playthrough uh which one was until you fall um it was in vr and it was that roguelike uh like dual wielding and oh yeah 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 okay so a lot of looking around Imagine a guy in front of you and you're looking at that. And then there's also a guy behind you and you have to pay attention to that as well. So like snapping back and forth to be able to like look at everything. 
that sort of looking around a lot of looking around. It's not like V it's not VR, but like I'm trying to draw like the, the sort of similarity to how much looking around there is and how frantic that is. Yeah. And the fact sure. that everything's up and close at and close to you, it's not like, you know, there's like a lot of distance. So it's like, you know, a lot of distance based games are, you know, you don't have to look around very quickly. Like these are like really close to you. So mm -hmm. you have to like look around pretty quickly. Yeah, I was just more so thinking like. I don't get what where the difference would show up in terms of why you'd be. More likely to want to be good at that with a mouse than you would with a controller. Unless you're very snappy with the controller. I'll... I think that's like every single person who plays Call of Duty at this point. But Call that's, of Duty, I'm... there's a lot of distance in Call of Duty. Sure, but it's also like, you know, you have to like, you have to like be able to, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, I guess there's shooting. also, there could be yeah. auto aiming in that game for, for controller. Yeah, it could be. But either way, yeah, I, no, like but I, I recommend it. it, even though it might like the, the, the current release, it's like 45 minutes long. Like, yeah, it, it's so worth it, especially if you're going to get infinite for free. Yeah. Yeah, that, it, well, it shows a lot of promise. Yeah, I was I was surprised that like because I heard. Well, I mean, I think when I watched somebody play it, it said at the end, like, um, this is episode one and more to be released in the future. And usually in a lot of cases, unless you're like a full on um, like unless you like have a whole team behind you or something, that stuff just kind of like, you know, vanishes at some point. But I was just surprised to see that it was actually a full release and it's actually coming to one of the big consoles as well. So I'm curious if he still kind of did all of this himself. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he got some contractors. Do you guys remember that one? Um, guy that was doing exactly the same thing as like it, like a one-man team and it was like a third person action rpg that kind of looked like a square enix game that was made in what unreal engine 4 like this I is i know that one okay like this was shown off like years ago but like it looked like it was done by a huge team and then you go to look at the developer and it's like oh it's one guy and it's like no wonder this is taking so long this is impressive as fuck he got picked up i think uh, i think he got picked up by square enix actually or by some by some publisher and then they were like yeah fucking take all the time you want this looks awesome and he's like okay and so he's still working on it. it the, like the fact that the we're getting these development developments of games, it, it's rare developments of games made by one person or two people and Xbox or PlayStation or whoever is just like, yeah, we'll take you in. Here's a bunch of money. Go to work. Like, it's awesome. The fact that this guy got picked up by Xbox, I'm going to guess as like publishing, because I don't know, like. I don't know why he would be why else he would be shown off on the Xbox conference or Xbox gameplay shit. I mean, it could be on I PlayStation mean, also. Be on, because, yeah, it's supposed to be on Xbox. Again, you know, PS4 PlayStation hasn't. PC. Yeah, because PlayStation hasn't said anything for a for a while. OK, then this is impressive that like he he's going to be able to either one, get the help or two do all of this by himself of making a multi platform. Like, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Oh, look, there's even RTX option now on the on the Steam on version. Oh, cool. The, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, they added the RTX option. I'm, I'm like looking at the main page now or the store page. 
uh, we we said last time or that or a time before that the Nvidia announcement got pushed back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, after I don't know what was after Bright Memory, but uh, I mean, I I got. I mean, a list, I have a right list of games right here. I just yeah, don't know too. what the order is. I think mine <laughs> what the might order be in order, but I'm pretty uh, Dirt Five. Okay. Dirt Five. Did that look like 4K 60 to you? I didn't see anywhere about like it being in 4K 60, but like I mean, it looked good, cool. So yeah, it looked cool. It didn't look like 60 though to me. I mean, it's a trailer. Did they show gameplay? That's what it was supposed to be. I mean, like fucking... rendered in real time type. I of feel things. like they showed just it's like a trailer. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. I guess it, I don't know. They you know they were doing those kind of cinematic angles of like you know the driving so usually that stuff is i mean maybe it's not pre-rendered or anything like that maybe they they like actually captured in game but it's usually not like of somebody playing the game right now i don't know it did say capture a little bit in there it did say capture in engine but the fact that you can't say like captured in engine and this is like real gameplay footage like you can't say that those are the same thing exactly yeah so um but yeah, I guess that that is the one that like they said it could do 120 frames a second. Yeah. But I think it's start it's getting into that territory of like, yeah, you could do 120, but it's gonna probably be at 1080 or something. I I, I can almost guarantee you it's not gonna be at 4K. Yeah. Yeah. You can have like I've seen some RTX games try to or RTX cards with a high processor that can barely run 4K at even 60. Mm-hmm. So saying 4K, a 4K 120 on this, uh, uh, not going to happen. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, unless you guys disagree. (laughs) I I don't disagree with you. I mean, the Xbox is not going to get any sort of like future proof sort of graphics cards or anything like. No, I'm I'm pretty sure this is not going to be 4K 60. Yeah. Um, so honestly, for me personally, I would say that like there weren't, I honestly wouldn't even say that there were that many games that were sort of talk worthy. Like, so I would probably more so say, what do you got? Was there st- anything that stood out for you guys? Uh, I, don't, I know definitely one for Zeldrick, but like, um, I mean, sharp. Madden 21, right? See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Actually, cool that they did enough, this whole montage at the beginning. Yeah. Oddly enough, I actually just bought Madden 20. Really? Because it costs it for right now. It's like seventeen dollars or something. Probably because they just started talking about twenty one. But I, yeah, you know, I've like I'm gonna let I'm gonna try it. I'd usually try like a Madden game every couple of years in the NBA two game two uh, K game every couple of years. So I'll just try it and then I'll not play it again for like another three years or something. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people care about that. I don't think any of us care. <laughs> <laughs> um, All the microtransactions. Well, what about yeah. uh, a girl in her plane? Oh, uh, which one was that? Chorus. Oh, yeah, chorus, chorus, chorus. It was uh, the one of this like spaceship flying around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's like petting her spaceship and stuff. <laughs> yeah, at the very end. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I, I mean. I, it, like, it looks kind of creepy in a way, but like I, I guess we'll see. It didn't really show any. They showed the the spaceship flying around, shooting stuff, right? But 
did they yeah they didn't show any like sort of out of spaceship gameplay I don't no think, no but yeah. i'm pretty sure that i want to say that this is one of one of the trailers that did show a lot of gameplay compared to the others yeah, yeah um agreed but it, i from the voiceover we didn't really get anything as far as for what this is going to be about and i have one article here is that it's an intergalactic quest for redemption so it's like all right there okay. you go. <laughs> um after that uh Oh yeah. Do you guys remember the Call of the Sea? Yeah, it's a Raw Fury game. It looks nice. I wouldn't it call does. it like visually like Xbox uh what what the Xbox uh what wanted to showcase as what the console can do though. I think this is like one of the those games that it's more like a visual thing. Yeah. Um, and that's the, I think that was one of the ones I said I would probably play, right? Because it's just like a puzzle game. Yeah. Well, uh, we're assuming because you're walking around an island and then you take turns between being this woman and then being the fish monster from uh, The Shape of Water. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe it's another love story. I'd be down. Like, that was probably. a good movie. Um. Oh, but the, along those same lines, like the medium was another one of the things that they showed. And that's the one that I was kind of most excited about because it's kind of is it's, it's going to be a horror game, which I don't know why I get uh, excited about them every time because I'm like, it looks cool, but I don't know. I can't play them because I'm too scared. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I mean, you know, of- you know, the guy from uh, the Silent Hill uh the guy who scored Silent Hill. Silent Hills. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. It's going to, I'm sure it's going to be freaking terrifying and I'm going to not be able to play it, but um, I'm, I'm kind of uh, hopeful because at least it's more like third person, which to me isn't typically as scary as like a first person type of thing. That's when I just like, I might as well get a new pair of underwear. <laughs> I don't really want to <laughs> like settle on that. It is third person, even though that we got some shots of the character going along a cliff and another shot of some something else that she did. But it was in third person, but it was like a cinematic like fixed camera of like third person and panning around that didn't really look like gameplay. I they they've done trailers where it's just like yeah like here's a third person shot of like the character doing something but in reality it was first person that's happened before so you never know I mean they did it for uh didn't they kind of like pull a tiny bit of a bait and switch with like Resident Evil 3 remake wasn't there like some first person stuff in like the initial trailer for it uh, that never the, actually ended up being. I know it was like pre-rendered cutscene, but it's kind of weird that it sort of it almost like it implied that there was going to be some first-person section of it. There was a first-person section of it. It was the intro. Oh, it was the intro. Is a first-person segment that you actually played. You walked around Jill's apartment, went to her bathroom, and had a scary dream, and then you woke up in her bed, and then you did the same thing again, but it wasn't a dream. <laughs> oh yeah, that was first-person. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Um, speaking of Resident Evil, I got something after that, uh, after this Xbox stuff. Um, and then uh, there was. Uh, did you guys see Bloodlines too? Oh, uh, I what did. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was, that's the one that I'm pretty sure Zeldrick is excited about. I'm th- that made me actually more excited for it 
because that did show off what is really close to some sort of gameplay or some sort of interactivity in the game. And while, yes, it was goofy and like each main character that they were like focusing the camera on was dancing like it. I like that. <laughs> I, I liked it, too. And hopefully they like do or they, they they put that sort of emote in the game where it's just like or some sort of because it's based off of the world of darkness tabletop. And if it's like you have some sort of um, personality quirk. And you just like you start dancing after you like do a kill or whatever, or you finish a mission. It's like, ah, I get it or whatever. I don't know. Um, That's me just rambling about that part. But uh, it actually looked like it showed in-game footage, whether or not it was like a cinematic or actual gameplay. Like it was close to the in-engine shit. Um, And it looks really good. It looks really good, and I, I can't wait to sink my teeth in that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, again, I did. I told you before. I don't know anything about the original game necessarily, but like, I'd actually be interested in sort of keeping keeping tabs on this one to see how the it trailer looked ame- uh, amazing to me. Yeah, like amazing in what way? Uh, like, like, uh, like how the story and the character development and all that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I say like keep tabs because it also could be that that's just uh, did a really freaking good trailer <laughs> yeah because that might be part of why i'm excited is just just did just did a great job on the trailer so i the, the thing is is i watched probably half of a playthrough of the first bloodlines and like i've told uh i'm here that it's dated it's a dated game um yeah but in the context for Bloodlines 2 and like why I'm excited for it, it's like I never played Bloodlines. And at this point, even before like Bloodlines 2 was uh, announced, I would not want to go back to that because it looks jank as fuck. Um, but the way that the game plays out and all the RPG elements and how it retains a lot of the tabletop aspects of uh, stats and monikers, personality traits, a whole bunch of stuff and like the races and everything um, and background stories. I would actually recommend watching a playthrough of Bloodlines. And I believe I can find one for you guys from someone. Um, I have to look at their YouTube to see if they have it uploaded. Uh, but the re- like one of the reasons why I'm excited is that like from that trailer alone, it did hold retention of Bloodlines 1 and not exactly how it played, but like how we uh, like when we talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and like how it retains some of the core aspects of what like previous generations of it were. It's kind of like that and it plays out well. It's just that it's dated for Bloodlines. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why I recommend people to like take a look at some um, some history of like the Bloodlines game, even if like, you know, you can't watch more than like 20 minutes, at least like know that there that's some of the core aspects that it seems like it's going to retain. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Um, Can I tell you guys which, which trailer fooled me the most? Uh, Hold on. <laughs> actually, Scarlet Nexus? No, no. It was actually... Uh, Budget Cyberpunk? 
It was Yakuza. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I was like, I don't know if you remember this. I'm like watching it and I'm like, oh, this is like, it looks like Yakuza. Like what it, what it, but it kind of like, it seemed like a little bit too realistic for me in the beginning. Not for me, but um, a little bit more realistic than what I expected. And then all of a sudden, like, I think when he got out of prison, he had all the crazy hair and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, it's starting to get there. And then at some point he pulls like a bat with nails wrapped around it out of the ground while it's glowing like it's yeah. Excalibur or something. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it actually made me, I actually kind of want to give it a try again now. So we actually talked game. about this a while ago, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, because it's supposed to play out a lot different than how the Yakuza games are. Um, and that that character that got out of prison is not um, Kiryu. Um, that was part of what confused me is that he looked so different from uh, Kiryu as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited because they fucking turn up to 11 the craziness of a Yakuza game. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking go he for had it. That freaking energy charge drop kicked. <laughs> drop kicked like four people with that thing while he's like glowing. It looks like he's from Dragon Ball or something. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks fun. This um, is part of the main series, right? Not like the spinoff series. Which ones are spinoff? Uh, I know there's like a, like a group Kimani? of them. Like, no, that's a re- that's like a redo remake. OK, um, so I know there's like quite a bit of. Quite a bit of a spinoff okay. series, so it's not like the numbered ones are all main, the main story and then like the other ones are different. It's just like certain ones that are just spinoffs. Yeah, like <clears throat> oh. uh, what was what was one dead? Dead something. Oh, dead hmm. souls. Wait, what? Oh, apparently, it seems like Judgment was a spinoff of Yakuza. Yeah, it kind of. It's not really like a spinoff, but like it, it's taking the same thing of like what Yakuza was. I, I, I but I believe it was a team or the main guy that did the Yakuza series did Judgment. And that's why they yep. were like a bit similar. So, um, yeah, I'm actually trying to figure out um, where Like a Dragon comes into play in this series, and I can't find it. Um, but, uh, anyways, um, yeah, we're totally excited for that one. I never played any of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I just played the demo well, we, for one and then watched Zeldrick play. A bunch of one of them. I mean, I recommend it. Like, if you want a really good, goofy story. Uh, so, that's also like heart wrenching, too. Mm, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, um, The Ascent. Oh, that yeah. Cyberpunk game. Budget, that bu- budget, cyber, budget Cyberpunk. I mean, yeah. I guess you could say that. But it's a top-down, like, twin-stick shooter. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is it going to be more Diablo-esque, or is it going to be, like, a twin-stick shooter? Uh, I, like, I want to play it if it's co-op. I, I, I posted it more kind of like Diablo. That'd be cool. I posted a 12-minute gameplay video, and I only watched, yeah, I like, a minute yet. of it, and I, I immediately saw that it was a twin-stick shooter. So... um, So, yeah, like... It, yeah, but I think were you talking about more less in the sense of um well when you said is it going to be like diablo what do you mean 
Ah, like oh, you just dungeon crawler type of thing? Or? Yeah. It's not like, you know, you it's not like twin stick. You know, it's like I mean, it still could be like a dungeon crawler and be twin stick, I guess. But that's why I was asking. But you're saying more so like in terms, you know, picking ability, using abilities and stuff like that, and not just like yeah. shooting people. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. OK. Well, well, in in that video there, the guy does use an ability. And it's a, a do, uh, making a bubble dome around him and he moves around in it surrounds him. It's like focused on him and he, the bubble moves with him. So I'm I think what's going to what it's going to be like is that you're going to pick a, um, out of a roster of characters. And then it's going to be a twin stick shooter and each character has their own different abilities. Yeah, that's what I would assume as soon as you said twin stick shooter. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Well, yeah, I mean, I said mentioned Scarlet Nexus before, but that came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, I was like, uh, oh, it just uh, looks like any other Namco game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's actually more action RPG. Like we first thought that it was going to be like, oh, Code Vein two, and it's more action RPG than that. Um, moving on. Um, Scorn. We finally got another trailer for Scorn after what, like three years? Yep, I'm not playing that one. I'm definitely playing that one. <laughs> That's a fucking tool video if I've ever seen one. <laughs> it this looks video amazing was though. Weird. I mean, huh? it, yeah, it was like exactly. I was like, God, it's like it was. It felt like grossly sexual. That, that was the that was the first thing I sent that video to a friend of mine. She's like. There's like heavily like sexual connotations and like all over this video. It was like, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like fucking. There's, there's like a, there, there's like a penis like thing, and then like this goo coming out of it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, it took inspiration from like Dante's Inferno and that kind of, that kind of stuff. Where it's like, it's sort of it's hell, but at the same time, like there's a lot of sex, not sex, but sexuality associated with hell. So like. Like you said, penises and weird places or like monsters with three breasts or something like that. Or it's got, I guarantee it's going to be all kinds of weird stuff like that. Um, So far, like the or, or a long time ago when we did get a gameplay uh, video of it and uh, there was nothing of like that type when it came to the enemies that you're describing. Um, But I would actually say that it, it looks more like a cross between Dante's Inferno and Prometheus. Hmm. Like, uh, um, kind of like the architecture and like the the alien like stuff that is in Prometheus. Not like the alien stuff itself, but just the the environment. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that one. I'm totally I'm so glad that there we got some sort of news for that. Um. Yep, I'll watch you play it. <laughs> I can't wait to shoot my fleshy gun. That's okay. I'm not gonna watch you play it. There anymore. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I have to reload with parasites. Um, and then uh, last uh, but not least, it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which everybody guessed it was gonna be here. And um, the trailer, this actually, this headline actually puts it perfectly. The Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer only teases gameplay. That actually shows it, and I'm pretty sure that we got again 
one and a half seconds of the actual gameplay. Uh, so, um, which, by the way, like when we did talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, when we went on to that, the uh, there was an article that I did talk to, that was like uh, an interview with some lead guy for this uh, for this game. And it was like, don't set your expectations like too high for the, for the game and have it be like, oh, so vastly different or something like that. It's like the same that we've gotten with Origins and Odyssey and just like here's some like extra extra features that are added into it or extra gameplay that's added into it, um, which is something that is like I had already guessed. Uh, but like yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, I'm not going to have high expectations. Yeah, I'm probably um, going to play it, but I'm not going to have any like super high expectations. It's unfortunate that like I, I don't have high expectations for it, but like I'm really excited for it just because it's Vikings. Like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, because dude, it's Vikings. That, you know, the original trailer, I was like saying this is like shot for shot, like the Vikings TV show trailer. Yeah. Like it's it was I would say it was done well and the way that they're presenting this is done well. Um, Also, another thing about this was that it it's not setting a finale on this Assassin's Creed like sort of segment or series or whatever. But like the specific verbiage of it being that it's putting a cap like a capper on top of it. So it's like there's it's some sort of momentous thing that is going to happen to it as a series as a whole, but it's definitely not the end, obviously, because they made shit zillion dollars off of this yeah, series. They still haven't made caveman Assassin's Creed with dinosaurs. Fucking just take Far Cry Primal, shove it into Assassin's Creed. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that's your that's your uh, uh, caveman Assassin's Creed. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I guess. That's something to sort of preface. You know with that all this, this is, you stuff. know, quote unquote gameplay trailer because it's, it's a, what do you call it? No, because if you go to like the nine second mark and then uh, of this trailer and then like watch that woman to the left side and then you'll see like this. um, uh, You'll see her like moving up and down. Wait, moving up and down what? Uh, oh, no, it's just like a little glitchiness. Like she's sitting on the table. So you said that's how you can tell it is gameplay? Yeah, you can tell it's, it's kind of gameplay because, you know... Oh, yeah, because like, oh, it's actually glitching, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it isn't a Ubisoft game if it doesn't have glitches. Yeah, gotta have some glitches. Um, I guess uh, um, Aaron Greenberg from uh, Microsoft, I guess he, he was... They were saying that, like, a lot of... They were saying a lot of people... He's, like, the marketing general manager, and I guess he was saying... They were saying a lot of people were complaining because there wasn't enough gameplay in the event. And they were talking about, I guess they said it was like their fault in terms of like setting the expectations too high. Because apparently I didn't even realize this until you guys started saying, oh, there was not, there's not enough gameplay. But they actually did sell it as like um, that they were supposed to be showing a first look at gameplay. Yeah. I thought it was just kind of like this is a first look at the games, at games coming out on um, the Series X. But uh, yeah, I guess that that was definitely seems like it didn't do a great job in terms of marketing what this is supposed to be because 
you say gameplay, everybody's going to be expecting that. And you know, the internet has a loud voice. So if you don't give them that, they're going to complain. So, yeah. Uh, and it, it's setting the expectation too high because you said gameplay. And then like what we got was in engine and those are two completely different things. Like, um, apparently there was a, there was some that actually said representative of expected Xbox Series X gameplay, <laughs> like basically claiming like this isn't real gameplay. This is what we think it's going to look like. Ah, uh, okay. which point. Yeah, you should definitely not be showing that in something you're calling Xbox gameplay. Yeah. And uh, so like the, the next uh, drop for like the Xbox content or whatever the hell um, is supposed to be next month in June or July. Was it June or July? I, I feel I feel like it was July. Um, I thought Lady of Miss said it was June. Oh, it could be. Yeah. At any rate, like that's no, supposed July. To, it's July. Oh, it is July. Okay, so yeah. like that's actually when we're supposed to expect gameplay, and uh, hopefully PlayStation doesn't follow suit uh, with this one. And it's like, here's some gameplay footage, and it's not. <laughs> um, and then well, like, I think Xbox PlayStation Re- has has an idea on what to do now, right? Yeah, because so, because they said they, no, they with all this claim about 4K 60, and I was like, I don't know if any a lot of these games are going to do that. So I was like, PlayStation probably has something planned, and I'm pretty sure they were reading the comments about you know the whole 4K 60 thing. Yeah, was did uh, they? Have they? Has anybody actually said this? They're supposed to be able to do 4K 60. Xbox. That was originally. That was yeah. originally what I don't remember. I, I don't remember specifically ever hearing the 60. I remember 4K all the time, but no, it was that was a, one of the very first details, um, oh. along with other stuff of both PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, that it's they're both supposed to play 4K 60. Hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry. So, no, I was thinking 120. Never mind. Okay. Oh, 120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's yeah, a completely different argument. Got you. Um. So yeah, uh, July is supposed to be like the actual, actual like gameplay. That's drop. like their first part, first party games. So right. Yeah, that's when you'll. I mean, you bet. I hope that we see some gameplay. Right. I guarantee you, I'll show some gameplay for Halo Infinite. But, I hope so. Like, I'm not even, like, that big of a Halo fan, but I just want a good Halo game again. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking of it as, like, that's literally, that's, like, Microsoft's game. Yeah. So it's, like, if you don't show, if you don't make, like, a big, make it a big moment for Halo, it's, like, what else are you going to make a big moment for? I Forza. Like it has to be kind of, like, the drop. Uh, Yeah, Forza always looks great, and it's, like, a fun game, but, I mean... I don't know if I know very many people. I feel like the reason why they showcase that one up front a lot is because racing games more than probably any other games um, come the closest to like uh, being photorealistic. So if you're trying to show off like what your new console can do, you show off the one that like looks like it's almost real. Yeah. But I don't think people really buy. I mean, a lot of people I'm sure buy Forza, but it's not, I don't think most people are like, Oh, I want my Xbox for the new Forza. Correct. Yeah. A lot of, and it's kind of like a typical thing of people wanting to get the new Xbox because they want to play with their friends and play Call of Duty. Yeah, they want to play the same stuff they played last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever the last gen was. So yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I wonder I wonder when Sony's gonna announce that they're showing stuff off. Um, it'll be like July the day after Microsoft. 
that's actually what i'm thinking <laughs> like even lady infamous did say that like it was supposed to be around the same time as this microsoft one in july i mean which that kind of makes sense. did it that i feel like that's kind of typical right like there's not usually that much time in between when they make big reveals for like sony or microsoft it's just a question of who goes first yeah, and, and we, we got to remember that a lot of all of this that is being shown off is because that E3 is not happening. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like they would be announcing at the same time. It's just now it's they're spacing it out and they're playing off of each other's like playing field. And it's like, OK, you show first and then we're going to retaliate. And then, OK, now we're going to show and that sort of shit. I mean, that so, worked for Sony last time. So I guess that's what they're did. doing again this time. Yeah, yeah. it did. Speaking overall, of E3, real quick, overall, what's what's your grade for the Xbox event? If you had to give it one to ten, if uh, we're not going to take into account that it's supposed to be a like a gameplay, oh, you like, can take video. that into account. <laughs> oh, I don't want to because oh, okay, like, all right, so don't take yeah, because so just rate the games. I how about guess. both? How about rating it both ways? Okay, that's fine. I mean, like, uh, so for not being a like a gameplay footage um, and showing off like third party games and stuff, I give it like a seven close to an eight. Really? OK, I would, because there is a good chunk of games, even like and indie games that uh, are not even indie games that looked cool and look decent. So. Yeah, I would give it a, a seven pushing and an eight. I mean, as far as for like, you know, what this is titled supposed to be, I give it like a two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, almost no in the exact way. same boat, except I will give it a hard seven. I, I think I'd probably give it like I'm good with the two, but I'd probably give it like a six only because like I'd, I'd imagine. You know, the what if I imagine what an eight or nine look like, it'd probably be like a lot more games that I'm like really excited about, not just games that I'm like, oh, they look cool or whatever. I'm just thinking like, obviously, 10 almost is like unattainable unless you just like have all the best games ever somehow coming out. But those higher scores, I don't know, like a lot of the games that I'm thinking about, I'm like, yeah, they're they seem cool. But like, am I saying, oh, let me go pre-order them? Probably not. I'm like, let me see. We'll see. I feel like I've seen some stuff like Sony's last uh, press conference at E3 where I'm like, oh, I, I think it was the last one with Spider-Man. Was Spider-Man at the last one? Or was at that the last out? E3? No, that was already out by then. OK, well, whichever one where Spider-Man came out and I think they showed The Last of Us 2 and they showed like Ghost of Tsushima and that kind of thing. Oh, that's like in me. the tent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was like thing. that to me is yeah. like an eight or a nine. So I feel like this because I don't. It's not games that I'm just like clamoring to play. I'd have to give it like a six. So like that's the thing, because there's all like when I'm going down this list of games, um, there's like seven that I'm like, I am really, really wanting to see more of it. And then there's like one or two where it's just like, I'll keep tabs, whatever. Yeah. And then so this, this is actually pretty funny because we skipped one. Uh oh, what was that one? Second Extinction. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, definitely yeah. I was like, are you ready for another one. two rock game? I'm not. <laughs> so here's the th actually, this is something I want to bring up to you guys. Second Extinction. Someone put it as a um, Left for Dead, but with dinosaurs in like the second like Ice Age. And 
there's a beta phase for it. So you can actually sign up for the beta if you want to just try it out. Yeah, I'll um, try it out. I'm not too excited for it, though. Me I think neither. I'll watch people play the beta. I don't know. <laughs> me, like, I'm not excited for it, but I'm just like, okay, I, I'm giving you an opportunity to, like, actually draw me in. Let me test out this beta. So, okay. oh, so you signed up for it? No, I haven't yet, oh. but I will. So oh, it's sign a sign-up up process. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, probably a closed beta, yeah. But would you sign up for the beta, Sharpie? Ah, uh, I mean... I would just say that I did, and then if I didn't get in, I'll be like, well, at least I tried. (laughs) Cool. Okay, cool. So, so kind of like average, I would say like above average for you guys, like mine is slightly above average in terms of press conference. Yeah. Or in terms of an event. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing overall. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, speaking about E3, since Jeff Keighley is trying to round everybody up, PlayStation better have something. Oh, now I guarantee you to have something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's your, what's your excuse at that point? Like, even if I know before I didn't buy into the whole, I wasn't like a conspirator in terms of saying like they're just waiting for Xbox necessarily, but at some point, I, don't know. I still think so. I still think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying I don't know if I'd necessarily bought into it. Um, But yeah, at some point you got to still release something like especially like you should. You, you know, they were supposed to be ready for E3 anyway, theoretically. So if like, you know, if this whole thing like if if we don't get anything anytime soon, that's going to be even weirder. Then I'm on the boat with you guys. I'm like, thumbs up. Um. Did like did, well? What's what is uh, Jeff Keeley trying to do? Is he just trying to like? They're gonna do like this whole like he he, he get he, yeah he grab he he's like getting a bunch of studios together to do like this online E3 replacement thing. Is that um is that game was a GameSpot thing not happening or whatever or IGN or somebody was gonna do like an online thing to sort of sub in for E3? Uh, I think, it's I think IGN. like game, I summer game fest. Yeah, I think that might be it. <clears throat> was that was that IGN? I thought so. I don't know. Maybe I'm blanking on I'm blanking on who it was. I, I actually don't know. That's why I'm asking this question. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like it was IGN. <clears throat> but I knew somebody that like uh somebody was trying to like do an online games kind of like uh event once E3 went down. Oh, yes, damn. Look, IGN. At the, look at the so, people like that's going to be in it. 2K, Activision, Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Project. Huh? Which one? Oh, that's, for, that's no, for Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, got you. EA, PlayStation, Private Division. I I don't know who that is. Riot Games, Square, NX, wait, Steam, and WB and Xbox are all going to be on it. Yeah. Steam? Actually, so Gavin be. might show up. Really? Yeah, well, it, that's what it, that's what this banner Shout shows. Controller participating publishers. We actually did talk about this. Did we? Oh, we I did. forgot. Yeah, but like, I don't know if anybody else got added to that roster of this uh, IGN um, sort of roundup for E3. Oh, okay. So, oh, Jeff Jeff Keeley is involved in it, but I guess it is. It is still IGN. It's IGN, right? 
I don't know. It's it doesn't say more I mean, on what I'm reading on IGN, but I don't know if they're doing it. <laughs> oh, I, I just looked it up, and then I was. Uh, what when was that posted though? Because all these ones are posted were like within the past week. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm saying the the thing that they posted is just on IGN's website. It's like somebody doing a uh, mm-hmm. article about it, so it's not like it's saying, "Oh, this is us." Yeah, I see like Polygon. I'm seeing a Polygon article, a PC Gamer article, Venture Beat article. Game industry article. I mean, have they talked about when this would actually be? Well, it seems like there's a. Uh... Oh wait, so it looks like it's a uh... June 9th to the 14th. So it actually is an ah. So this is actually bringing up something too, because you said CD Projekt Red. Uh, so. CD, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire is coming on June 11th in place of an E3 event. Oh, yeah, interesting. Oh, so that time frame like lines up. Talk about it or something like that. Like have their own event. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this may go in line with like whatever uh, news group or um, whoever rounding all these companies up to do like an online E3 sort of press conference for know, all the of their developments. At this, it looks like it's not like it's not a single event. Like they're calling, it seems like they're calling it summer game fest because like it essentially is them like over the course from like May till October is them like collect, well, putting all these little things together that I guess is sort of representative of, the news cycle that would have been happening at E3. So it's like I'm on their website right now and they have the inside Xbox video on there. And then the next thing that they have is like on May 12th at 10 P uh, 12 PM Eastern, there's supposed to be like Jeff Keighley's doing some surprise game reveal. So it might just be that like, they're just sort of still collaborating with like all these um, developers and all these people in the industry or whatever to make content for the web to all collectively have for this summer games fest thing. But I don't think it's like an E3 thing where it's like from, you know, June 9th to like June 15th. I don't think it's anything like that. It doesn't seem like it anyway. It's not like a lot of information about it. Yeah. All these articles are like one or two paragraphs long. Here's their, here's their little one sentence description, bringing the world together to celebrate video games from the comfort of home Summer Game Fest is a season of digital video game events from publishers, selectable, well, select playable content, in-game events, and more. So again, I don't think it's, I think it's just basically take E3, stretch it out over a summer and just release stuff all on like the web so people can like consume it, but not like a specific event. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, yeah. I, I kind of like it though. Well, I mean, he knows a lot of people, so I'm, so, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm actually... I actually like the fact that he actually got all these guys together. So here's, here's the question to do this. Kind of similar to the question that I asked last week about um about Call of Duty with respect to the Fortnite events. Um let's say everything's kind of eh, back to normal-ish next year. If this goes super well this year, do you think that means that they might start doing the like they might start checking out of the industry events that people go to in person? They might be kind of a thing of a past. No. No. I think, I think like, 
in-person interaction when at least when it comes I'm probably you know stuff like GDC like you know de- developers meeting other developers is kind of important well I'm saying I'm saying more so in like person in terms of a an event where we get like game reveals and like first impressions of games and stuff like that not necessarily like they might think I mean they could have totally like separate um, game industry professional networking events it doesn't have to be an E3. So that's what I'm asking. Do you think this idea of like these big events, like an E3 where it's supposed to be centered on like industry professionals coming together and like showcasing what they've done. Do you think that's going to kind of, it's going to impact that? Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think it's going to go away though. Well, When I say go away, I mean, it could mean like no E3. It could mean like E3 is completely different in the future where the events, the reveals don't happen. Um, there and they happen online. Can yeah. can I say something though? I don't think E three is gonna last. Were, weren't we all kind of like saying that it's sort of? I don't know. It seems like it's on the downslope at this point. Yeah, yeah. I I think like E three, it's just gonna go away at certain po- uh, uh, like pretty soon. I don't think E three is gonna last. This was a a take that someone made. Um, not specifically like it's directly relates to E3, but it does. Um, like we've seen that the way that E3, uh, was, uh, was and is run. And as far as for events, it was a conference that was like for news outlets, for developers, that sort of thing. And then it became more and more the consumer. And, uh, eventually it was, and actually what it was supposed to be this time around rumored, it was uh for uh promotional reasons um for influencers and stuff like that uh and packs started to take the turn of like it's like for the people and like make it entertaining for the people and e3 as like how it was run and like for the consumer like it started to become from what I was gathering from other people, less and less fun to go to. Well, yeah, I think uh, yeah, Lady so, definitely. Well, she said she had fun, but I think she said when she went there last year, definitely there was like way less people there at that point than what she expected. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, even with this going on, like E3 is like on the downhill. They need to either change what they're kind of like GameStop. They got to change what they're doing or they got to bite the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm as much as I like those, I mean, obviously stuff like PAX is still going to be around or something like that. As much as I like, like the, uh, uh, packs i can well, see yeah, how, they're like smart. sticking they're around doing it for, for a like, while like Celtic said they're doing it kind of for the consumer it's for us it's for like the fans um those industry events like it's just i think the fans just kind of at some point <laughs> it sort of took them over it became more about satisfying the fans than it was about being like an industry event um but right yeah, Pax has an interesting story. It used to just be a web comic. Now it's just like this huge what, event. E3 used to be a web comic. Oh, you talk about Pax? Penny no, Arcade. no, no, yeah, no. Pax, Pax, Penny Arcade. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I was gonna say, like, as much as it kind of sucks that, like, if E three did go away, then I would basically I would never have gotten a chance to go. But still, it's kind of like, I don't know. There's there's definitely certain things where like. 
you know, along the lines of like Netflix or in Blockbuster, it's like you just got to you got to be able to adapt to the way things are going in the future. And one of the ways of adapting might be just that like big, st- big conferences like E3 just don't happen anymore. It might not just work as effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only that, like back then, E3 was pretty much the only conference to go to. Yeah. But I mean, even like like in terms of keeping up with the times, though, like. That also was back then, it was a time where like the Internet wasn't like. It wasn't basically like ingrained in everyone's lives. So now at this point, we can get whatever, almost whatever content, even like you would have people from like an IGN or a GameSpot or something like that go there, do their interviews or do their questions, Q&A sessions, and then put videos online. Now it's just like. It's almost like, yeah, you could you could get all that information without having to go. So why do you need to go? Like you can make your videos. You obviously can't interview the developers or like interview people who are part of like the team that's bringing the game to us. But um, I, I feel like you could do that on your own time rather than having to send out this whole army of people to go check out all the games there. You could get the stuff online and do your own reviews there. So it's, I don't know. It's just, it just might be kind of need to figure out a new way to do it where it makes more sense these days. So, but I mean, I'm, I'm actually kind of, I'm excited that they at least are making an effort with this uh, summer game fest to, not E3, but, you know, they're making, the industry is making a uh, effort to still kind of make sure we get to see all the content we would usually see rather than just saying, oh, things are bad, so you'll have to wait till next time around or something. Yeah, yeah. At least, yeah, it comes to show how much Jeff Keighley actually cares. Is he the one that literally, like, put it together, or is he, like, was it his idea? I'm pretty sure that he he he's the one that's putting it all this together based on how everything uh, everything that I'm reading about it, because he knows sure. a lot of people. At the same yeah. time, though, it could also be that he wants a job. <laughs> all this stuff is happening that's just like killing his work. But no, I'm glad he's doing it. Um, anything else you guys could think of? Uh, well, I mean, I can talk about how the anti-cheat software for riots is the saga just con- uh, keeps continuing. You know how um, people's computer like keyboards won't work, so they have to use an on-screen keyboard. I uh, there was some more rumors that were dropped about Resident Evil Eight, and. Uh, really the only thing is that like i mean it was i think it's kind of more of a feeling that this is true also that like um we're just getting to the point of a lot of stuff is being announced like the the summer games fest and stuff um but uh like capcom is going to be like revealing something about resident evil 8 soon ish maybe um but like the first rumor about Resident Evil Eight was that it's gonna be in first seven. person, kind of like or just like seven. seven. Yeah. Um, Chris Redfield has a redesign for some weird reason. Like he already looked weird in the DLC of Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> Wait, there was DLC for what? Seven? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, there was DLC for Seven where you played as Chris Redfield, and he looked far different. From like even on like the remix standards. Oh, Chris Redfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, for some reason, I was thinking Leon. For some reason. No, no, no. Um, we're not talking about Resident Evil Four remake yet. What well, do you think? Maybe they're um, doing a remake. Well, <clears throat> the uh, they're re 
designing him because of how the reaction that people had to him in the DLC in seven? Probably, but I think that, or maybe they don't want the five again (laughs) with big melons under his arms. Fucking yeah. Or that. Um, Cause yeah, that was ridiculous. Like fucking just give us back Resident Evil one, Chris Redfield. Like that's fine. Um, and then, um, and then something about the story, like, I'm not really sure like where this is based off of, but like, it's like, it's all rumor territory, but uh, we've gone through a pretty big string of rumors, not leaks, but rumors where they actually tend to be true. So that's why I'm like, kind of leading on like on this 50 50 scale of like, I'm kind of believing it um, where it's like this story is going to be um, divisive and that it contains narrative beats that are actually horrible and fucked up. I mean, was that not um, seven? The. Uh, oh, OK, more fucked up than that. That that like after the events of seven, it's just like, no, now now here's where the real terrible shit is. It hits the fan. Um, so, um, which actually like part of this article talks about The Last of Us Part Two. But like there was a uh, there was a headline for uh, for part two where it was like Naughty Dog is putting every is giving every enemy a real name or like giving every enemy a name and how they were going to do like fights with like whoever you're uh, with the enemy and like other survivors or whatever was like they're going to do call outs of like like say hey ryan go over there or like give orders or like you know that sort of thing sort of banter um as they're fighting and it was supposed to incite like, oh, like, I feel bad killing these people because they have real names and shit like that. Yeah, it's like, that's really? Just made me be like, oh, fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> I'm right? just going to curse your name out loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do something amazing if you're gonna have to care, care something about the character or, or these zombies that you're killing not not the zombies like the, like the soldiers remember or in, like that, in right? the last of us like you weren't just oh oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay i see what you mean yeah so it you can call somebody uh like you can give somebody a name but if we don't have context of who they were and what they were going through, we're not going to feel for them. Like that's like, that's every uh, situation that anybody has been in. Like if somebody's being mean to you and you just know their first name, it's like, why the fuck are you exactly. being mean to me, yeah. Ryan? Like what the hell? <laughs> so it, it doesn't matter. So that, that was a, another thing, another joke thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, so the, uh, Sorry, uh, Sharpie. So what, 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 what did this, you want to bring can up? Can you describe oh, like, yeah. the saga yeah, Valorant. Is, uh, what the issue with their software is? Yeah, basically they're, they're anti-cheat software. Like, you know how it, go, you know, it goes into your root Why? access Why to, you to your motherboard, pretty much. On, uh, because, you know, to prevent cheaters from like... So like if you close the application, it forces you to like... It forces you to restart your computer before you can play. I don't, I don't get why you would need that kind of access um, just for anti-cheat. Valorant again. So it, it boots up. 
yeah, we don't know either. A lot of us don't. But they apparently, but then like if this gets breached, right, uh, then pretty much the hackers will have everything about, you know, our computers. So essentially what, what happened with the source engine and TF2 and shit like that, right? Possibly worse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good anyways, job, right? Yeah, so anyways, so like it was having, you know, like this past week, people <laughs> couldn't, the said that, uh, like people's like keyboards would stop working software. and like, you know, they're, <laughs> so, like, his um, they had to use like their on-screen <laughs> keyboards just to, just to type something out, just to, just to get into their, you know, registries to get it working again and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah no it did yeah it did on mine too it did on mine too i was like oh like my my monitoring like i was like saying oh shit like i have my like video thing. card overclocked and it's like it's not monitoring monitoring it i think that's so what i was like plan to have the beta so i had to do some until, things like, to get it working again god this is a shit show what the hell <laughs> yeah and people are still hacking in, uh, in valorant Why don't, why don't they just take down the beta? Like, it's... Yeah, that's how League was. Yeah, cool. Good for you. But, like, people's computers are being affected. Please stop. Fix yeah, your game. Yeah, it's kind of scary. But at the same time, this is a fun-ass game. <laughs> hmm. Do I so, want my computer's information stolen? Um, or uh, and keep playing this really fun game, or do I want to protect my privacy? Huh. Yeah, well, Which there's well, there, there's one thing that riots like riots set like is claiming is like they're 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 if I find it, they're um, <laughs> but if I don't, some, no, no their software is actually that, you know I do I still uh, it. so secure so that they're like willing to, they they put out a bounty like if, if anybody finds a flaw because <laughs> I like my computer hundred thousand dollars for one little That's thing. Funny. Ah, so like this, okay. They're doing YouTube can be able to do it. Vanguard came out. <laughs> if you can figure out the bound, uh, if you can figure out the flaw in it. Yeah, but it's a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, you have the beta now. You have the beta now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then just this last release, they, you know, they quote unquote fixed the problem, but I, I'm still having problems with Discord where it won't yeah. do any of my hotkeys when I have when I when my game when the game is in focus. Like I have push to mute for. Uh, for Valorant or uh, for Discord, if I'm one, like I sometimes talk to my friends on Discord, but if I want to talk to people mm. like a rando that's in game, like I push push okay. to mute, so like my friends on Discord won't hear me twice. Your favorite game now, dude. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work if the game is in focus. You got like the biggest Sophie's choice in the world right now. Yeah, like I have the same key <laughs> that's push to talk in game, but it's also like push to mute in Discord. 
Yeah, you. Just which is play, my space bar. Yeah, mainly just play together, right? Do you ever? You never go on and like yeah, play against so people like, online. I can't really. Yeah, it it, it, it kind of sucks. But if I like Alt Tab, like it, like the I thought the, y'all were the hotkey works. So like I know it's not like completely blocking the software. Yeah, like a private. But it is preventing <laughs> me from using match. it. Got you. Huh? Do you feel like the game has improved over time? Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, it's, you know, I will say that it is fun. It is fun. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, like, it's only fun if I play with people that I know. No, 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 no. We, we, we do. That's what I mean. Like, we play, we team up together. Like, sometimes I'll play by myself. Oh, like a like an in-house. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Got you. Uh, well, yeah, they, they added some like quality of life stuff that like they, they made certain things. So it's not like you're invisible because of like the, the environment. Like, like the, they had these boxes that were yet that were orange, and sometimes <laughs> like it was hard to see certain characters. <laughs> but they made yeah. them like this greenish teal color. Now they made these boxes like this. Gl- it, they made it glowing too, like this glowing te- tealish. So it's like easier to see like your enemies. Yeah, but they they had like they're they're constantly updating it. I just wish yeah. like Vanguard is way better. <laughs> Cuz yeah, sometimes like sometimes I have to like close it just to get certain things on my computer working and then like in order to, for me to play what's going on the game again, I have to restart my computer. Mirror's Edge 3. Yeah. That's fucking abysmal. <laughs> that would make me want to quit that so fast. <laughs> Yeah, but like it's gotten better. Like I, I don't have yeah, to. Yeah, like, I, I definitely would want it. Becoming less like of a nuisance. I think yeah, I don't have, so like they, it's not like I have to like keep closing it like anymore. New games, yeah. unannounced games. Well, uh, hopefully they fix it soon. Um, so I have one of two things. Um, who cares about EA and who cares about Mortal Kombat 11? What is EA HD? Uh, four unannounced games this year. Um, and I don't oh, actually gotcha, want to say gotcha. like, yeah, yeah, more than four. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> right Mirror's Edge like was. The, 4K, 4K the thing is, is I want to say like Mirror's Edge was good, <laughs> but it's like it's just unique. So I kind of would like to have another one. But anyways, okay. yeah. What it? What's what you guys guess on what any of those could be? Uh, so it's. It came off of like a fiscal it report. Say new, right? Um, oh, that would be nice. <laughs> the footnotes say <laughs> NBA um, Street or something. Uh, an EA Sports game. Oh, or SSX or something EA like that. HD too? title, which we're left to ass- <laughs> it, we're left to assume that that's like an HD like remaster, an uplift of it. Oh yeah, because um, we totally need an HD game right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, four games from EA Partners and two mobile games. So, um, 
um ea sports games uh well it doesn't say ea big uh, sports game which it, i mean i would get if it, it wasn't ea sports i don't know big, what do you guys think the climate is fucking a good ssx game i will be so like, down like, for that I'll need another one at some point or like i don't know <laughs> um I feel like the EA last HD title. Um, it's kind of went out a lot of people a are whimper. either speculating or like grabbing at straws and being like, it better be Mass Effect trilogy. Um, which I, yeah. dude, what if it's after how three ended, fuck that. Um, yeah, EA makes so a Tony hopefully Hawk. a good one. Um, yeah. or um, EA Sports yeah. game. I mean, Skate Four. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not they didn't, uh, they didn't say that, who it was. They didn't say if it was EA or not. I doubt it would be. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that's because they stopped knowing how to make a skating game fun. <laughs> By um, EA. Not Activision. Well, <laughs> well, we already know that Tony Hawk is making a new game. Remember that? Like the the oh, band yeah, yeah, that like, recorded yeah, 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 five but, songs or whatever said that. But was that EA? It wasn't EA, yeah. but it's but it was a band that said that. Oh wait, we just got done recording songs for a new Tony Hawk game. But yeah, Skate people seem to be a fan of, but but I don't remember skate i doubt it would be either because remember like the the trend of or like the history of the tony hawk games it was neversoft which was then kind of acquired by activision um and then neversoft dissipated as like a sub studio and then tony hawk games got passed around like a fucking you know what i'm not gonna i'm gonna end it right there um it, it fucking it, tony Hawk got passed around and it was a bad deal all around and it just made them worse and worse as time went on um and then the skate series happened in the middle of all of that and people loved skate I think people really like two and three, though. Um, that's what I kept hearing, though. I kept hearing from a lot of people that Skate Three was really good. And then again, that's a few numbers, so don't listen to me. Uh, but I think we what we needed is time <laughs> away from the skateboard games, and then have like these indie developers, like Session. Session is a game that sure. is, I think, in early access right now, and people are liking it. I haven't heard much else about uh, about it or any sort of development on it. I just heard that it it was good ish for early access. So, um, but like, I think when it comes to skateboard games, leave it to the fans to make a new skateboarding game because they actually know what makes a skateboarding game fun. And at that same uh, notion, anybody that's listening to this, make a fun SSX game for the love of God. I agree. Um, so, four games from EA partners that could be anything. Two mobile games that could be anything because uh, because the uh, Command and Conquer yeah, thing yeah. already happened on mobile, so we don't know. Um, and so they yeah, already announced it. like the remasters for the Command and Con- the 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 real Command and Conquer games. 
Right. So, yeah, just, I mean, look out because we're probably going to get a dive bomb of a bunch of EA games. Probably half of them we're not even going to want. So. Yeah, probably going to be full of full of microtransactions, too, on top of that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So, like, an EA partner, would Respawn be an EA partner? What was that? I guess technically, yeah, but... I'm hoping that we get a new game from Respawn, then. That's, that is not, yeah, like... I mean, they worked on um, <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. But, like, an like actual... Well, Respawn, Respawn gets game. a lot of hands off from EA. Yeah, so they. I had, guess that's, um, like, that's like the leverage that they Aftermath, have, which I guess is a yeah, and I think DLC that adds that like sell. a bunch of story content, right? Which and, actually, but the, the Star Wars like, Fallen Order that was more like we're giving you a project, not a about like the characters that got like just make something for us, right? Yeah, in the trailer that they that they showed. But you're saying a lot of times it is hands off, so you think oh new characters, yeah. Hopefully we get Titanfall and Titanfall two. Mix it up a little bit on if we get a Titanfall three. Holy shit! More story, please. Seems like I mean, if you want to call the mobile Luke game, Kang the mobile Titanfall like, <laughs> Shut up. He becomes no. like the person in charge of time or whatever in the first game. Um, um, be- I guess before we that run this like trash fire ending. into the ground anymore, um, MK11. And I guess like him and Raiden are going to come together to kind of like build out how it's going to be in the future. And I guess it seems like Shang Tsung shows up and says, oh, I was kind of in close with i'm forgetting her name do you remember what the name chronica yeah I'm, i was in close I with chronica so i kind of understand how how she worked and how her crown works and when he destroyed the crown um in the fur in the original game the base game it kind of like i don't know it somehow made it so that like there was going to be some problems so i guess it's supposed to be the story about how shang Tsung's going to try to sort of weasel mm-hmm. his way into power again by trying to explain, kind of exploiting the fact that there's something wrong, whatever. Um, but they did, they brought in, um, it seems like there might be some kind of rework of uh, Sindel, because like all of a sudden now she's like a super young version of herself. Doesn't look like the original game. She got resurrected from the dead, I guess, in this Aftermath DLC. So she's going to look different. There was some speculation on whether or not she might get a rework so she plays completely differently, or maybe even if she's like, it could either be like a skin or she could maybe like, I don't know, somehow be an alternate, um, maybe like an alternate play style for the original Sindel character. Um, but then also <laughs> Shiva's Shiva's back, um, which is cool. I mean, she looks kind of weird. <laughs> which, yeah. It's her face. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> She they humanized her exactly yeah, but we all know that can totally the internet can totally kind of go nuts over like the fact that somebody's face looks weird, like that was like one of the biggest problems with uh mm-hmm. Street Fighter Street Fighter Five people hated like how people's face looked in those yeah. games compared to like Ken's yeah I'm Ken's glad is that the she worst was back. <laughs> um, or it, yeah everybody is like kind of meh about her face and then it's. Just, yeah, but for me, it's like I get that, like Shiva yeah, yeah, and um, 
Goro are like they're monsters essentially. But the reason why everybody just doesn't like her face is because her face looks more human. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could kind of internalize it a little bit more, maybe if it, yeah, if it looks like a human, um, I guess. Especially Ken's. Uh, Shiva, I think it's yeah, actually yeah. kind of funny because when I watched this yeah, trailer, also are adding, Shiva um, now looks like an orc. Who well, I think I don't I don't even know which game is he from. X, the, the fact that, that the humanizer is kind nine. of like He's probably from nine, I bet. Sort of like I don't know when those oh, fatalities happen. I don't know. It seemed like people were excited that he was like, back. Kind I don't remember at you more though because I, I don't think I ever played him or something like that. I don't know. Oh, what was it? Was the story you heard? Yeah, because um, like if you. I mean, if it's a monster that you're killing or a monster killing somebody, oh, I mean, like you feel less about it. Yeah, I but get that. You humanize I I the monster like more than you kind of like feel more in, for it. Yeah, obviously, like they don't want um, people want the characters it, they want. I'm sure, so they're probably pissed no matter who you put in. Yeah, there, if it's not who they want it. No, you. <laughs> I thought like he was from Annihilation. Yeah. Dude, he his debut, Fuji's debut, <laughs> debut was in Mortal Kombat. I heard a completely different story Sub-Zero. about that one. I, <laughs> that I heard game. that Holy everybody crap. was fucking he, pissed he, he that Fujin was in game. this because oh, they yeah, did Mortal not Kombat get Molina. I do remember him from there now. Got you. That game was also a Wait, why? I don't. Um, but then they also added... Uh, I don't get Robocop. it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Basically a walking trash can with a gun. <laughs> right. Is- it, it, it's another Super Smash Brothers fuck off again. Like, it, my character did not get in and Terminator? I'm pissed. <laughs> Pick my character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Terminator kind of plays like Jason too, though. It's kind of like big lumbering slow oh my like, god that's dating it i don't even know if you could call him strong like i think he's not necessarily that much stronger than anybody else but he's just kind of slow and i don't know it okay. seemed like he might have the same problems that terminator had where people are like ah, he just kind of doesn't he's not that interesting slash fun of a character to play with i don't know how speaking you speaking of trash cans good. well it seems like <laughs> it seems like they're picking like so, 80s like, in uh, some way, 80s and 90s. He's like, gonna play so weird. We're, I think he's gonna play kind of like, like um, actor, but you Jason. Know, Robocop was no, not like Terminator, kind of like Jason without the I chainsaw. He's gonna be like different. really like but, stiff and stumbly. Yeah, it seems like that's how they're picking their DLC. Oh, that's true. Which is oh, is that how people like? I've heard a couple of people say like, oh, I was guessing it was going to be RoboCop. And I'm like, how do you possibly guess RoboCop? But maybe they did have polls and that would that would kind of what make What a sense. weird fucking choice. Even though. Yeah.
Um, and the, the other thing is that like they, they huh. heard that they were picking these uh, guest characters or just characters in general via a poll or vote of excitement. Oh, he looks awesome. I mean, I think all of them have looked awesome thus far. Right. <laughs> Although, like, just from watching gameplay, yeah. I, don't, I probably so I'm not really sure. With, like, I mean, that's just something that I've like, heard ever since MK11. Like I probably wouldn't want to like, play with was like, Terminator, at the end of Robocop like, or, or uh, when it got close to uh, launch. Who's the third one I'm missing? Um, or like as it was being developed, uh, that spawn. they were they were running really like these even polls they all or like cool, this sort of like hype check. I don't feel like they look super of like what characters they would like to see in the game. So, could have been, could have been that. But I, I don't think that RoboCop is going to be fun to play. But I think we can agree that he looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you wouldn't want to. Sp- uh, I think that's actually kind of a flaw of Mortal Kombat 11 is that like fun to yeah. play is like giving you a bunch of said, options though, when it comes kinda, to combos I'm, or I'm setups or whatever. Play. I kind of like the story mode of MK11 11 does give so you like will try combos like and setups Especially and like moves that you can story. pick from. They limit that down. Yeah. So I think that's. Kind of just a flaw yeah, it's, it's of how never MK11 been a game is. That I, I, I thought, so, oh, let me learn how to play this. Uh, and get I actually, better, um, I would no, say that, like, no. for anybody that it's paid DLC. does play MK11, or if they liked or have mixed feelings about Which MK11, I imagine if you still have your copy become, of it, Mortal Kombat X. I mean, go back I and play. It might come with more. Go, out, go back and see, DLC like, if you're going to have more well, fun with that or with more do, like, fun than Mortal Kombat 11. Because you got more options when it came to MKX. Or five or six characters. So I bet you, like, that's overall there'll be five or six characters that come with this as well that they just you know release a couple of them as time goes on i'm oh there you go i was about yeah i'm definitely gonna watch it (laughs) i've always had fun just watching mk11 wait is this free no Uh, i think it's like 20 bucks yeah like one of them being the pit, not the pit. Um, is it which one's the one with the the acid? Is that the pit, or is there's the pit like the one where you're fighting in front of the moon and that's that that's the well yeah that's the one that I'm thinking of yeah where you can uppercut them and I, it looked like they showed it like they get caught on a hook and then drop slowly into the acid like so it's yeah. clear stage fatality. Oh, yeah. um, and then we can't uh, forget. That, um, no, I think the pit's the one. Originally, uh, actually, original uh, I'll let you say it. Um, we can't forget that spikes. what else you get for this because, like, for some people, yeah, like yeah. 20 I don't bucks, know if that one's in there. Uh, for just the price, it's pretty steep. Yeah. But you're getting story, you're also getting two new stages that have stage fatalities. Yep, uh, that'd be cool. The the dead pool is that what it's called or the soul chamber? Apparently, friendships are coming back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
which is like they were always interesting because yeah, like, yeah i get it it's for me personally i see it once and i'm like oh that's that's pretty funny but i'm, I'm like i probably would never do it a second time or like i would do it a second time but it would take me a long time that was like, the original yeah well, which actually no, that's not it that was stupid <laughs> this does open up though that since like you're getting two though, classic cool. stages or um, the, and they spotlighted the trailer, two like, classic stages that had stage like fatalities energy maybe they might go back sort of, um, and add stage fatalities uh, to the previous stages like that we Cobra, already have the one that has like the uh yeah kind of like the gi joe symbol um yeah Cobra. and what else did they have um they showed like uh what? In front of really them. so i guess that could yep. be a possibility uh, probably not because it was just in like a pre-rendered cut scene so it might have just been kind of like oh here's cool fight scene where for some reason he brings up this thing and it never actually shows up in the game but um I'd, I'd, what about that if baby anything, one? i would want to see babies come back no, br- don't bring those cool. back please um babies yeah that was so not. stupid they're just like they're just stupid um but yeah, like, like I said, I'm I'm kind of interested to see. Like I I will say that I kind of like how much support that fighting games seem to be getting after release at this point. Like just like a good example of like they've got a bunch of characters, not mm-hmm. to be more new characters, and they're still adding story content, which almost nobody does in fighting games. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. Um, Oh, you mean like disappointing for you personally? Oh, sure, sure. Instead of having to keep buying this, buying a different game, an updated game, and gatekeeping people from... So everybody just stays in the same realm. Yeah. I like it, too. Um, It's kind of unfortunate that they're... If this is supposed to be, like, a long-term thing, even if they're like, yeah, we're bringing MK11 to, like xbox series x and playstation 5 i mean i will say it's this a little bit disappointing note, that they're doing it with mk11 rem- just because like correctly. of uh, the way last that the year when we is. went to um evo like mortal kombat it, was there it, but it, it Com- wasn't planned to be at this one not for me personally but so, how divisive um mortal kombat 11 was as a main because state, but that's it's still, either yeah, it's very still restrictive like the, or it's like people the like the neutral play and out like there at this point so it's kind of, it might go to show little that, like, amount of setups this that, game doesn't like necessarily a, have the fandom people don't that, like the restriction the or they like the neutral play and they like, like a little bit a lot more of a level games, feel like, that they, they have with it so um the system isn't that great in terms of people's opinions because this this one is as divisive it's kind of sad that they're doing it with this one yeah like i said still excited i'll get it i'll try it Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. That's right. It's not, it's not going to be at this one as a main stage one. Anyways.
Yeah. All right. I think that's it for this week. I think we should just start off with what we're going to be doing for the next week, if there is any. Start off with backwards. Zeldrick. Uh, well, I, I'm going to... Um, so I'm going to... Uh, mouth- a I'm couple things finish from up Final Fantasy VII Remake. Be similar to last um, week, but I know it's going to be uh, like so the same thing that I said last week. And I'm going to finish up Final Fantasy VII definitely Remake. Definitely finish that one. That'll probably and be my I'm going to start up Neo. Um, 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 and then go I'll from there. Play and try to beat D&D's that. D&D is on, is on Friday, but I don't think I'm going to stream this one again. Get through another episode of phoenix right? i actually ended up um, not streaming attorney? it the last uh this last friday because uh, um i was just tired and it was also I'll really probably, hot in my I room think I'm gonna try so to it would have been really bad just more film to stream it with all this heat so um, where i can start doing but anyways games again. Uh, like kind of you can really catch me on twitter and on twitch at zeldrick a lot of that a couple weeks ago from doing it too much and then actually i have to check today just to see but um this would be something to let you know too sharpie if it's still on sale, I actually am going to try Need for Speed Heat. So, y- yeah, I think so. Um, not I think so. I am going to. The I think so part is, am I going to stream it? Um, but yeah, that'll probably be like my week, I think. Um, and I'll try to squeeze a couple things here and there. Oh, and um, there's a horror, a horror co-op game that myself and my friend are going to play called Stay Close. Um, we've been talking about playing for a long time, so I'm gonna try to squeeze that in there as well. So, um, if anybody wants to check me out, I'm at twitch.tv slash unsheath P and unsheath P on Twitter as well. Oh, I'd, I'd like literally remade one. Like I deleted it and let it, I deleted it and let it like expire. Oh, you are a couple weeks back. I finally remade it. So, yeah. All right, they can just find you at J Sharpie on YouTube too. That's how I found you. Yeah. Oh, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed that you finally activated it. Mm-hmm. All right. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash jsharpie, but I'm actually making Real more quick, YouTube you content that, now. I don't have a oh, okay. URL for that so, because it's going to be some ridiculous URL. Gotcha. So you're going to have to go through my Twitch to my, to my, uh, to my YouTube. Oh, yeah, that, I guess that, that works too. Yeah. Well, I actually have four different channels. Gotcha. Oh, one, two of them are pretty active. Yeah, cool. <laughs> two of them are pretty active. Maybe three. No, it's more like two. The third might one might start getting active. But other than that, yeah, the only uh, thing gonna that's be gonna be holding me back is going to continue playing Valorant. But I'm also going right to start playing uh, XCOM. Other than that, if it's still squad. on sale, and. No, cool. I played it for that one day and I haven't touched it since. And I really want to play it again. Um, 
and actually I will say I'm kind of bouncing between back and forth of either doing XCOM Chimera Squad or um, Neo 1 after I finish Final Fantasy VII Remake on hard mode. Mm. Um, All right. So... Yeah, so I might do that, and um, and you know I might be in that same boat with Need for Speed Heat too, depending on what your what what you have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in that same boat. All right, that is it for this week. We all see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends too. See you guys next week.